You're listening to the Short Shift Podcast, proud member of the Black and Gold Podcast Network. You can support the show by leaving a comment and five-star rating on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. You can contact the show via Twitter at ShortShiftPod. Cynically acclaimed, incredibly online. It's Boston Hockey Talk with your hosts, Thomas Nystrom and Andrew Johnson. Enjoy the show. Obviously, you know, he's our number one center, so we, we miss him in a lot of situations, but we're a pretty good team. We got depth um, in the past. We've won games without him in the lineup. We're fortunate this year we haven't had to play without him. He's been healthy, but, you know, I, I don't put that on. I'm not going to say, hey, we lost the game because Bergie wasn't playing. I mean, as I just said, he's a big part of every facet of our game, but there's other guys certainly capable tonight. I don't think he had any effect on guys not being hard enough on pucks or, or playing a you know more determined game. Um, would you rather have lost 5-1? <laughs> Part of me, I, I, the obvious answer is no. Um, yeah. It's, it's nice to see the, the firing of the, the cannons at the end of the game there. Uh, but it's, it's really, really important to get a little bit more than seven minutes of effort uh, each night. Yeah. And for the last two games, they've pretty much just turned it on for a fifth of the game. And... Man, if they play with that kind of fucking intensity and that kind of energy the whole game, if they give us a 60-minute effort, this team's unstoppable. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I, I do agree. I mean, we had that text exchange the other day where it was like, huh, another B game, and then they fucking blew their doors off um, yeah. on Thursday. But uh, I'm not really all that – I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's not fun to get it's – not, it's not fun to get your dicks caved in like that but games like that happen you know and you just don't like to see it with a guy with a goaltender making his nhl debut and he gave up some fucking soft ones too so yeah. he was no, right it, it was a very winnable game honestly mm-hmm. but we do have to take into account and everybody's got to take a step off the ledge uh this was a game where we were missing some people and mm-hmm. Uh, ideally, our your captain mm-hmm. uh, is going to be in these games, but this is this is a byproduct of the way the schedule is lined up for the mm-hmm. end of the year, where they're playing fucking nonstop. They're playing every other night, sometimes two nights in a row. They're they're cramming all these games into the end of the year, and this is this is one of the things you have to sit some people, you have to rest some bodies, and honestly, not that any loss is acceptable, but if you're going to lose, you're gonna you're gonna take an L. And it's going to be a game where you're actually resting some bodies and you're preparing to play uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, exactly. And that's the, Pit- that, the Pittsburgh that's the game big is one. more important right now. Yeah, that that's the big game. And you could look at this loss one of two ways. You could look at it as as you you can go the Red Sox route. We just took two out of three in a series. Mm-hmm. 
you do that throughout you do out through do out throughout the year, you're fine. Yep. You know, shit happens, man. Like, yeah, no loss is acceptable. Yeah. And yeah, Rask had a bad game. But yeah, he he wasn't ideal. He didn't have much help. But no. uh there was the the last goal goal before they yanked him was frustrating. Pretty Watching pretty that famous. and 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 I immediately tweeted out through the short shift pod uh Twitter account that he had they they needed to take him out. And the, yeah. the logic behind that is tonight's not going right. He doesn't have a great team in front of him. It's, the line changes or the line shuffling was fucking stupid, but mm-hmm. it is it is what it is. Cassidy's got to take his hand off that line blender, man. Yeah, it's That's a little bit. I mean, I get annoying. it. Like you don't have, yeah, but I mean, like I get it. You don't have Bergeron, but like you didn't need to. You didn't need to go that hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what yeah, I mean? right? <laughs> like every every line was a little bit fucked up, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. But but yeah, like get Tuca out of there. There's no sense in letting him just get his fucking ass stomped mm-hmm. and let it like we already know like dude can get really frustrated and don't let him bother carrying it into another game and stuff like that let's let's look to the future pittsburgh obviously in and again like we just said multiple times every game's every game's important there's no there's no okay losses or whatever mm-hmm. every point right now is important we are uh we have a game in hand and three points behind pittsburgh so a point tonight, or obviously two points, if you get the win, would have been massive. Yeah, but right. we're a little bit behind, but we can start swinging that with some W's against the teams that are above us. Yes. And in the last week and a half, we've beaten the Capitals, we've beaten the Islanders. Now it's time to step into uh, Pittsburgh and take some points from them. That sounds that sounds like a plan, my man. And you know, this team, we haven't really gotten a chance to really get into the meat and potatoes of it, but. Man, oh man, this is a different team since the trade deadline, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we we had a quick little episode, like directly after the uh, deadline, and we had positive things to say. And I'd, they've done everything that we could possibly have hoped for mm-hmm. in these last couple games. Taylor Hall looks like he's getting going. Pasta even flirted with getting going. He looked like shit tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the turnovers yeah. have to stop, man. Like yeah. It's that it's last not even one. That last one many. on the empty netter. That yeah. last one on the empty netter was so fucking well, brutal. And it's it's that one was glaring, but it, it's not the first time in the last week and a half that he has just mm-hmm. put a puck where it's not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes it costs us, and sometimes we're able to get back and and squash it. But fuck, man, like that was frustrating because that team was <sighs> the, the team looked like they were possibly going to tie this up and steal a point out of this game that look that oh my god when 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 kevin miller scored mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a sentence i didn't think i'd i'd be yes. saying this year <laughs> when kevin miller seventh player kevin miller yes. scored um i was like they're gonna tie this they're gonna tie this they're tying this game you almost got that feeling yeah it's just it was but yeah but you're absolutely right this the playing down and flipping the switch has got to mm-hmm. stop. Yep. And again, like uh, I said, like right off the top, like I don't want to sit here and pretend that this team didn't look kind of this shitty the other night when we got that blowout win. Because mm-hmm. like you said, you text me and it was just like, man, what is going on? And then all of a sudden they just like flipped the switch and they're like, oh, let's go ahead and run away with this game, which was super exciting. And tonight the 
the little bit of comeback in the last five, six minutes or whatever was extremely exciting. It's it's fun hockey to yeah. watch, right. dramatic, and make you not want to change a channel, et cetera. And then the empty netter and you text me so annoying. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so annoying. Like it's at that point, like you said, what did you ask me right when we started? Would you have rather have lost five to one kind of, because then I could sit here and be just in general angry at the team. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I'm almost more angry that they just like decided to start playing hockey towards the very end. Right. Like that message, the, the message that they, they used in their head for those last couple of minutes was definitely ingrained in them at the end of the second period in that mm-hmm. intermission. And then they came out and that fucking stupid ass goal from mm-hmm. another bad pass in front of the net, like Halak gives it up. And at that point you, you flip the channel or, or you walk away, you go to the bathroom, whatever. Mm-hmm. If, if that didn't happen, that would have been a four, four game. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, fuck. Yeah, right. This game, notwithstanding, I would say the last lot, two, the last two games, notwithstanding. Yeah, the last two games, notwithstanding. I mean, even five, it, five one was five one, but they they steam steamrolled them in the yeah. third period. That yeah. was a twenty. That was a twenty minute effort. Yep. But last two games, notwithstanding, twelve out of the last possible fourteen points. Yep. Um, our predictions of twenty six out of the last thirty four when we made our predictions seems to be holding, holding, holding serve, holding serve, and perhaps low. And man, if we undershot them, I'm gonna be fucking thrilled. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. We underestimated them. I'm gonna be dancing in the streets. But if the, the East is a dogfight right now. The East mm-hmm. is an absolute dogfight, and those games in hand are still a huge advantage for us. Well, it's only not. one game in hand right now. Yeah, right. Capitals, they, Penguins, th- and Islands, have, they've all played 47 games. We've now played 46. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now we're basically caught up. Yeah. And we have a Sunday afternoon matinee, our arch enemy, mm-hmm. against a team who may have a Ganny Malkin back. Mm-hmm. So... If you 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 you, be, you better turn it on at puck drop, guys. Yeah, like you can't have an effort like tonight. Um, there were some good, there were some nice stories to take out of tonight. Uh, Kevin Miller scoring for the first time in twelve thousand years. Stephen Camper having a three point night, which we want to talk about stuff I never thought I'd ever say. Yeah, <laughs> and some some definite oddities. Tuka Rask had an assist. <laughs> yep, yep. Tuka Rask had an assist. Taylor Hall had another goal. Yeah, out of uh, Ex- off of Rasmus Ristolainen's leg, which yeah gave me great joy because that's a that guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> he had an okay game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. is what it is. Yeah, it ain't what it's not, man. But yep. yeah, you can't you can't have games like that, especially when you, we're heading into the home stretch. I think we have now. Um, how many games do we have left now? Let's see. We I'm said forty six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. Nine games. We're into single digits. We're know. playing Pittsburgh twice. Mm-hmm. Then we have Buffalo twice again. Mm-hmm. We have Jersey twice. The Rangers twice. And then we end it May 10th against the Islanders. Mm-hmm. Four away, five home. So that's nice. more home games than away. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... I have a, I mean, it, this, these last two games being what they are, 
I'm still I'm still feeling very bullish on on the prospects of this team. Taylor mm-hmm. Hall has fit in like a glove. I will happily eat that crow and I will put my thumbs up and tell you I want more because yeah. shit. <laughs> we 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 were wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean so far. Yes, I mean so far and and it, do we credit him with Krejci's kind of reemergence, or do we credit Krejci for bringing Hall in seemingly seamlessly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think it's, I, I think, think it's it column be, A, column B. Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, and I'm completely fine because why did we bring him here for mm-hmm. that possibility? And we're getting exactly that. So we're getting exactly what we needed out of him, and also, you know, not for nothing. Mike Riley's been a godsend on that back end. That is, I'm so incredibly happy with that pickup. Yeah, that's that just adds to how smart Sweeney ended up being at the deadline, mm-hmm. and that yep. is so satisfying for me as somebody who kind of sat back and didn't really want to. Like, I definitely, obviously, didn't jump on the fire Sweeney train because I wanted to see what Sweeney was going to do. And I thought he was in a no win situation. I'm, I'm more curious and more apt to be critical what he does with this off season with all this cap space. Sure. Yep. But man, Oh man, Riley has been fucking a pleasure. He's just been a fucking pleasure, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's been great. He has been great. He has been great. And, and, and he's playing and he kind of looks like he's just been here for so long. Mm-hmm. He kind of has that. He I'm looks blanking like a on a compare. Well, I'm I'm blanking on a comparable, but he looks every bit of the early 2010s to 2015 cog that the Bruins fans fucking love. He mm-hmm. looks like that dude. He's playing like that dude. He says the right things. He has the right attitude. Like I'm I'm hoping that he ends up sticking with this. Mm-hmm. for a long time oh like, yeah that would be great that that would be ideal there, that's i would love it because i don't i don't, I don't think the price tag is going to be anything crazy no it's not it's not and he i think he is a legitimate i think he's a legitimate top four defenseman um whether or not we can sign him is it will remain to be seen but it, he's a, he's a sweeney type of player mm-hmm. you know he's he's responsible both ends of the ice and he played college hockey you know <laughs> So, yeah, no, but, and that's been, that's been, uh, that's been a godsend. I like, I like Jakob Zaboral. Um, kidneys sit for a bit. And having Riley allows us that luxury right now. Yep. I mean, just, just rotating in some bodies, mm-hmm. letting some guys take a well needed day off. Like Bergeron. Bergeron I firmly believe, yeah. I firmly believe. This was a precautionary. I, I I firmly believe this was precautionary today, mm-hmm. and him being out. Mm-hmm. I think Bergeron wanted to play, but Cassidy was like, "No, no. If there's you, you took that block. You didn't look right the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Why don't you take a seat?" Yeah. <laughs> now we need a more. As of right now, they're 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 in the playoffs. We we got six points over the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Did the Rangers? Did the Rangers win tonight? I didn't see honestly. Let's take a peek real quick. Yeah. Four one. Four one day one? Yep. Okay. All right. So yeah, it's, it's there. We're in. We're 
we're, 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 we're pretty well, we're pretty well insulated right now. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, barring, barring a complete shit, <laughs> shit storm, this team, this team is in the playoffs. And then for me, it's more important to have Bergeron ready to go in that first round. Then yeah. Yeah. Barring a complete shit storm. I just finished having a, having a conversation with the cannons and Tomahawks podcast. And we talked mm-hmm. extensively about the 20, the 2015, 2016 yeah. season. Yeah. So, we don't want that. We don't, don't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Bergeron is, I, I care more about him playing against Pittsburgh these next two games mm-hmm. than I care about him playing the third Buffalo game in a row. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of said, okay, then maybe this was Cassidy's call, precautionary. Mm-hmm. I saw you tweet something out, and I'm going to ask you to extend your thoughts. Mm. Trent Frederick. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you think's going on there? Um so somebody did ask me they and I I said I did say that I'm I think he might be in the doghouse a little bit. And somebody asked me if I thought it was an attitude issue. I don't. No. I think we're at the point right now where Bruce Cassidy is going for people where he knows what he's getting. You don't always know what you're getting. You don't always know what you're getting with Trent Frederick right now. I mean, he was out for a bit with the flu and the, the sickness, and he's been, he's been cleared for over a week now. So he's been well enough to play. He's gotten his fitness up. It's been long enough. Even before he was getting sick, Frederick was, Frederick was invisible. Like he was, if he's not hitting or being physical or being a, a general nuisance, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to use a word here that's probably going to get me flayed alive. It's pretty useless. And I think for this stretch run, you know, talk as much shit about uh, Sean Kirali and Chris Wagner as you like. They have been having a rough go of it. But defensive responsibility and knowing who you have and what version of the player you're going to get probably has more value to Bruce Cassidy right now than not knowing which young gun Trent Frederick, if you're going to get the guy who just kind of does a couple pirouettes and skates off for a line change and just decides that or, or decides one day that he's going to try to go after Tom Wilson. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to be the guy who goes after Tom Wilson, be the guy who goes after Tom Wilson every game, not when it suits you. And that's kind of what, for where Frederick's play was gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you in the sense that I do not think – well, first I'll say, yes, I, I also agree that he is potentially in the doghouse right now. Mm-hmm. And I also agree with you that I do not think it has anything to do with his attitude. Sure. I Obviously, would rather see – I would rather see Frederick in there on like than, rather than a Corrali or a Wagner as a yes. fan. Yes. As a coach, that's a different story. Yeah. And we don't know exactly what's going on in the locker room. Like it could potentially be an attitude thing, but I don't think we've heard of anything from that standpoint in minors or at the NHL level from him. So mm-hmm. benefit right. of the doubt, I'm going to say that's probably not it. I think it's probably more reflective, as you said, the just the, the lost dog mm-hmm. shifts that he's had. And it's they haven't all been bad. Some of them have been that's a, that's relatively. A really, that is a really good way to put it. And that's not the first time you've used that to describe some of Frederick's play. Yeah, 
I'm I'm not I don't I don't dislike the player. Uh I'm not 100% on board with how much everybody kind of fell in love with him this year. It's exciting to see somebody fight. It's exciting to see somebody talk some shit, but it's not exciting to see somebody who's supposed to be theoretically an offensive weapon only have four goals all season and Mm -hmm. it's just another player who I expected more out of that we haven't gotten shit but like you said I'd rather see Frederick in than Corrali I'd rather see him in than Wagner the only thing is like Wagner is Wagner never really looks like he's not trying Wagner Wagner empties his bucket you can never ever doubt that he's he's all effort and I really don't like to call into question people's effort Mm -hmm. and I feel like we've been doing that a little bit lately but I'm not in love with what I've seen out of Frederick for mm-hmm. for probably about a month now mm-hmm. compared to what we were seeing back around the the Tahoe game and all that yeah. stuff. So yeah. Diff it's I feel like it's a different player and we need we need that back. Maybe it also could be correlated with we don't need stupid penalties, we don't need stupid fights because this team has no shortage of stupid ass penalties. They are the third most penalized team in the NHL, I believe. Hi, Connor Clifton. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's too much, man. And yeah. and, we, and one we, of the we things we get it. You have a great penalty kill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of watching them feature it. And I will yeah. say, I will say also, we were taking some stupid penalties in in this loss to Buffalo, and there was a couple of times uh, that Buffalo just I don't know how somebody's hand didn't go up. There was there was a hooking call that just com- got completely ignored in the second, and it was just like, come on, man! Like, not to say that our power play has been anything fantastic, but a goal at that point in the game would have made it three two going mm-hmm. into the third. It's a different game at that point. Exactly, it's a winnable game, especially with the way they fucking turned it on in the second half of the third. So exactly, the 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 the, the lack of power play scoring has been very concerning. Yeah. Well, I I, I there was a there was a stat. Um, about there, uh, which there was a stat that just basically, basically shows, um, how, how weird this season has been for the Bruins right now. Um, I mean, and this was, this, this was before that this is with it updated now with all the, now with all the other scoring now with all the other scoring from uh, today. Um, let's see, I'm trying to find it. It's. Okay, so in the last seven games, the Bruins have scored. The Bruins have scored twenty six goals. Twenty one of them have come five on five. Which, what a world! <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. I mean it's kind of. If only we could get the power play going. <laughs> well, and that was it. And earlier in the year, it was no five on five, and yeah. we relied on the power play. It's. Mm-hmm. It's they're 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 playing two sides and. Man, if this team just figures out how to put it all together, and I don't think they're far off from it. I really don't. The last no, me, neither do I. Last week and a half, like especially when we were playing the Islanders so well, and, and then we played the 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 Caps and stuff like that. It's just like I liked I liked the team. I liked what I saw. And watching how explosive we were against the Caps last Sunday was yeah. a, was joy. That it, was it, joy. It, it honestly got me excited for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yep, like I've that that I've was a legitimate playoff game i mean that's it i've been tempering my expectations and this one this one got to me 
Mm-hmm. And yep. now I'm I'm ready to see like the whole idea of all oh, all you got to do is get to the playoffs and then anything can happen. Yeah, I get that, but not if the team's not healthy. Well, we're starting to get a little bit healthy. Like Grizzly came back, had an excellent game. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm a Grizzly guy, but man, like I'm I a Grizzly Mark. Yep. How, <laughs> yeah. How how far away is Carlo? How far away is whoever? Like let's mm-hmm. let's see what happens. Let's just get a little bit fucking healthy. We got a couple weeks here. Mm-hmm. We got like a week and a half, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're playing nine games, so it feels like we're probably the season's over. No, we're playing nine games, so I think we have about six days left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. So, do not uh, Bruins fans listen. We we didn't have Bergeron tonight. There's a good chance on Sunday maybe we're missing another guy. They're gonna have to sit some people. They're gonna have to rest some people up, uh, especially the veteran core, especially certain banged up defensemen. Uh, we we escaped catastrophe the other night uh, with McAvoy. I thought he was fucking done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I <laughs> especially when you when you had uh, Jack Edwards basically arranging his funeral. Yeah. Now my heart <laughs> my heart sank because it was just yeah. like at that moment there was so much positive going on in Boston, and I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. that's going to be the one that fucks it all up. But he got back on the ice pretty quickly, and so far so good. So right. I'm yeah. I'm trying not to get too worked up, but I am I'm ready to kind of hit the fast forward button, get through these games, and let's get us to that last week. And I just want to see what kind of team seasons end ends uh, Monday, May 10th. By like May 4th, May 5th, we got like three, four games left. I think at that point, oh, what is the team that we're rolling out? Mm-hmm. I want to see what this team's going to be heading into the first round. Right. I'm right. so. I'm just anxious at this point. Like we've, we've gotten through a granted a shortened season, but at, at times, especially for the last like two months, month and a half, even uh, it's, it's felt long. Yeah. Like there Mm -hmm. was a stretch there where this team just didn't look right. And Mm -hmm. it seems like they're resolving that at the right time with just two weeks left in the season. Let's just get there, man. Yeah. It's the right time to do it. Yeah. So let's, Let's, you know, let's batten down the hatches, man. Mm-hmm. Nine games left and about a good, good solid half of them, more than half of them are against teams that are heading, that are heading into the playoffs. The ones that are above us. Let's take some points. Yep. But actually it's uh, of the last nine. We only have three games of teams that are ahead of us. Oh, okay. We played Pittsburgh twice and then we finished with. The Islanders. Other than that, oh, for some it, reason I thought we were playing the Islanders like twice more. No, uh, okay. Rain, the, the schedule's got me fucked up. <laughs> Rangers twice more. Sabers twice. Ah, uh, okay. Jer- all right. Jersey all right. twice more. But all right. Granted, okay. when we play Jersey, they play like they're a team that's ahead of us. But yeah, right. It would be it would be really really nice to see in in the same way as the Bruins tempered and uh and, and slayed the beast of the islanders the last couple games that we played mm-hmm. them like where it was like oh fuck okay we can beat this team mm-hmm. let's do that with the uh let's 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 finish strong on what was it may 3rd may 4th uh mm-hmm. back to back games in new jersey let's fucking do that to them right because i don't i don't want to think that there's a team in this in this league that we can't beat and unfortunately jersey's kind of been one of those teams for us this year but we, there's one, there's one every year. There's one every year where some, you know, some absolute bottom feeder mm-hmm. just becomes 
becomes the 67 Leafs against us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm, that's the devils are ours. Yep. They sold off all their pieces. So maybe, maybe, maybe they the, sold uh, pieces. They're out of, out of playoff contention. Mm-hmm. They've got nothing left to lose. That's a little bit dangerous, but mm-hmm. guys, we've, we've, we could see where they're in the standings and we can see what their stats are like. We can see what their roster's like. They're, not to be crude, but they're a bunch of dildos <laughs> and I'm tired of getting fucked by these dildos. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you, you, did that's you have be, that one in the chamber? Did you have that one in the chamber or did you just set that up as you said it? <laughs> I, I, I think I just set it up and now I'm kind of regretting saying it because it can be used against me. So that might get cut out, but <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. All right. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to do against Pittsburgh. I'm also terrified, but Mm -hmm. Sunday's a day game. It's going to be a rainy shitty day. So it's going to be a good day to just sit back, watch a hockey game in the middle afternoon and hopefully not fall asleep. Yeah. And then Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is going to be getting back some bodies. So they're a better team than I wanted them to be. Unfortunately, they're what? I said they they definitely have turned out to be a better team than I thought they would be mm-hmm. as the year has progressed. Yeah. Uh, they started kind of slow, and I was very excited to knock them off the pedestal. And they've kind of hung in there, and they're currently hanging just above us in the uh, in the standings. So we'll see. That three on z- that that botched three on zero probably woke them up. Yeah. <laughs> still still one of the worst things I've seen all year. And, and and you know what? Good for them to have taken the positive out of that and turned it around because, man, you watch that and you're just like, it can't get any worse. I guess it has to get better. But it easily could have just been like the end of their season. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Not oh even goodness. halfway through the season, I think, when that happened. Yep. I don't even remember the date on that, but, mm-hmm. fuck, man, that was brutal. <laughs> Hilarious what it was. <laughs> oh, well, for us, not necessarily yeah. for for Penguins fans. You uh, know, I know the I know the story. I know the story of 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 Jim Rutherford, and it, and you know he was kind of on the edge of quitting for a while, and then he did, and he resigned. And but I still maintain that play kicked him out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Just he couldn't take it anymore. I was like, nope, nope, I'm not. I'm I'm not here for this. Yep. Right. Uh, I'm 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 nervous to make predictions, mm-hmm. uh, just because we've played Buffalo three games in a row, and I haven't really enjoyed what I've seen, and right. I really don't want to be negative going into this last little stretch of the season. I'm really it's trying, trying to get enough positivity for the rest of us. Go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, like I'm trying to I'm trying to allow myself to get excited for the playoffs. I'm trying to allow myself mm-hmm. to get amped up, and mm-hmm. these next two games make me nervous. Sure. Um, two games against Pittsburgh in in between five Buffalo Sabres games. Five. Oh, well, I'll tell you this: mm. if the team comes out as flat as they did the last two games, mm-hmm. we're going to get smoked by Pittsburgh. Yeah, and we, and we can't afford it. We can't. Yeah, no, they have to. They 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 have to make sure it's turned on. Yeah, it's turned on at puck drop, not when you feel like it. You you go down three four goals to Pittsburgh. You're not coming back in the end of this game. Like you're just not. Or it's the third period's not going to matter because that team's not going to allow it. There's too much. And we are four and two against them this year. So. Yeah, which I'm totally fine with, and I have 
a feeling that it's going to end up being four and four. Mm-hmm. I think I think we might be looking at two losses here. I'm going to make my official prediction of one and one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Regulation win, regulation loss, uh, and not in that order. I think we lose Sunday, mm-hmm. and I think we win on Tuesday. So I think that there are two ways you can take that take the loss, the loss in the rubber game here against the Sabers. Um, you can take it as you know them getting burned by by turning it on too late, which I generally agree with. Or you could take it as the last seven minutes of them showing that they have it in them to storm the beaches, as it were. Yeah. I will go three out of four points in this. And they'll I say they lose in overtime on Sunday and they win on Tuesday. So we we would gain one point on yes. Pittsburgh in your scenario. And mine, I think we've we break even. I'll tell yeah. you what, yeah, I mean, you're you're not wrong the last seven minutes of of this last game against the Sabres, maybe they proved themselves a little bit or, or showed themselves like we have it in us and we don't quit, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. If we get a third period effort in the first period mm-hmm. <laughs> on Sunday, maybe we steal that W, you know? But yeah, exactly. How that W taste. If if we win on Sunday, I think we can win both. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of all over the place here. I think we can lose both. I think we can win both. Like, I'm just I'm terrified of actually cementing my decision, and and that's that's why I'm just saying it's just a clean split. Yeah, right. Since you're so, well, since you're so split, then that's probably the best prediction you can make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then after that, we have, like I said, Sabers two more times. God, I God, I hate the Sabers now. <laughs> yeah, I'm t- I'm tired of watching them. I'm, I, I'm I sick of them. I'm sick I of them. S- I I don't remember who posted it on Twitter or whatever, but I remember reading it the other day. Somebody said something about like I used to love the fact that we're playing all these same teams and stuff like that, but at the same time it kind of gets a little bit boring. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, but only because playing the Sabers so much towards the end, they're making it boring. But man, if we were playing Pittsburgh for two games and then we bounce over to Washington for two games, this would be so exciting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I'm sad that we don't have any games left against Philadelphia because. The, we we get the W's normally. I miss Philly. <laughs> I do. I, I miss Philly. We haven't played them since beginning of April, and mm-hmm. here we are, wrapping up April this week, and and we don't have them on the docket anymore. We don't have any more games left against Washington, and mm-hmm. I think the the games left that are probably the scariest in terms of like trap games would be against the Rangers because they're behind us, mm-hmm. and they have been playing better lately. Uh, I right. still don't think they catch us, but if if they're within earshot of us at the end, those are going to be some physical fucking games. Do you bring back Frederick for those games? I, I don't know because I mean we're you're talking once two four we got six games in between then and now. Mm-hmm. A lot of lineup things can change. I I don't think Frederick's not going to play at any point in the next four to six games. Mm-hmm. Like right. if if he doesn't play at all in this Pittsburgh series. Then, then I'm gonna wonder what the fuck's actually really going on. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that will be concerning to me at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I say we see him. We we have to see him soon. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think I think we do. See he's him just got to get some some wear some tread on those tires before the playoffs because we're probably gonna need him in the playoffs. Injuries mm-hmm. are gonna happen. People are gonna get banged up. Exactly, and you know, you, and for these for these more physical games. 
maybe you need to sit Freddie down and be like, here's what we need out of you. You weren't showing much of it before. Prove, prove yourself. Yeah. Now's the time. That message needs to come from Cassidy. That message needs to come from Bergeron, Marshawn, mm-hmm. fucking Coyle, somebody. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, actually, actually, nice you, know, you know, who would be, you know, who would be the perfect guy to bring to give that message to him? Kevin Miller. Yeah. Kevin, we need, we need, we need psycho Trent Frederick. We need laughing like a fucking maniac after a hit Trent Frederick. Mm-hmm. We need, I'm in your fucking kitchen, PK Trent Frederick. Mm-hmm. He needs to, but, but this is a perfect opportunity to learn that, you know, don't rest on your laurels. You don't have a spot. You do. You have a spot on the team, but it's not etched in stone. Yep. If I don't know what I'm going to get out of you. I'm not going to put you out there. Yeah. Simple as that. What do you think of the uh, goaltending situation? Um, I think Halak's gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, tonight, what notwithstanding, with the uh, with the the performance from Tuca and everything, I think that was an anomaly or whatever. I think I think we have a very good goaltending situation going into the playoffs, mm-hmm. and yeah. that, in many cases, can be enough to kind of propel you through the playoffs. Yeah. So Swayman's pretty much going to be joint is pretty much going to be on the team for the rest of the season. Uh, the Bruin, the Providence Bruins have three games left, and there's going to be no Calder Cup playoffs for that division. Yeah. So I think the goaltending situation for this team is great. Um, I think it's still Tuka's net. Mm-hmm. Um, Swayman has at least put himself in the conversation of being on the team full time, though. Yeah, and I and I think the the last the last week really of this season. Let's let's take it from the beginning of the mm-hmm. two games against Jersey. That's May third. Season ends May May tenth. That's the final week. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's Swayman and Rask mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, we'll probably get a start out of Locke in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Maybe his last start as a Bruin. Thank you for your service, Yarrow. Yep. Bye. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, th- I think they do need to take at least one more starting look at him now mm-hmm. that he's back from injury. Yep. Give him, give him the Thursday, like next Thursday against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. Or or give them Saturday against Buffalo. Like give them one of those two games, mm-hmm. see what you see, and, and we'll go from there. But I think I think Rask is Rask looks good. He had mm-hmm. just an off night tonight. And hap- the, the night he had be- the night he had before that was he was locked Fantastic. in. Yeah, but arguably his best performance all season. Yeah, and he made a save of the year candidate too. Yes. Yeah. Which he likes, to, which he likes to do against Buffalo. I don't know if you saw all those posts and stuff like that, but yeah, he's uh he's done that to Buffalo a few times. Pretty funny. He has, he has, and it's been like almost the same save every time. Yeah, and Buffalo fans are some of the first ones to admit it's like just like you guys have an elite goaltender. Why do you give him so much shit? It's not us. It's fucking not us, man. That is the most common question I get from other teams' fans. Why yeah, I mean, all, all the all the guests that we've had on from other fan bases this entire season, mm-hmm. Rask gets brought up pretty often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, why do you guys say, like? And and it's and it's apropos of nothing. They just say, why do you guys hate Tuka Rask? It's like we don't. Yeah, there's there's twenty five, twenty six other teams 
in this league that would love to have this guy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I'm excited to see him uh, put it together these last couple weeks. Let's get into the playoffs. Let's see what the fuck happens. Exactly. When we talk next week, we will uh, we'll go over what we saw in Pittsburgh, and hopefully we have good things to talk about. <sighs> we play Buffalo again in the middle of next week into next weekend. I don't even really want to talk about them anymore. Uh, so maybe Buffalo's like that. Buffalo's like that annoying neighbor that your mom forces you to play with. Yeah, when you're a kid. <laughs> well, we go from the two games in Buffalo to the two games in Jersey, and it's just like I don't want to talk to, I don't want to talk to Sabers. I don't want to talk to a a a, a Devils guest. Mm-hmm. Maybe we get a little roundtable going, or maybe we get Pittsburgh guest in here, depending on where we're at with the standings. We'll take a look at where we're at after those two games and try to figure out the best the best possible show we can bring the listeners next week. Oh, let's fucking go. I like that. that idea, man. So anything you need to plug? I know you just did that uh that cast. Yep, I just I just uh appeared on the Cannons and Tomahawks podcast through Belly Up Sports. Uh that should be coming out um uh, within the weekend. Uh we talk for a long time and Oddly enough, one of the questions that came up is, Tuka Rask, why do you hate him? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) All right, so we'll be listening in for that. And uh, as soon as that gets posted, we'll put that out on our our Twitter. Make sure everybody can take a peek at that. In the meantime, uh, feel free to tweet at us with your predictions for the end of this year. Things you want to hear coming up on this podcast as we get geared up for the playoffs. We're we're open to suggestions, and we're, we're really enjoying the uh, uptick in our listeners lately, and uh, and just our interactions in general. I know our Twitter broke 500 the other day, considering we started just a few short, I mean, really weeks ago, 15, 16 weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, started from from nothing. We put out an episode before we had any fucking followers. We just said surprise, and and we've had a hell of a year, and we've really enjoyed it, and uh, look forward to continuing this. And we we are we are beyond we are beyond blessed for all the interaction that we get from all of you and all of the comments that we get from the listeners. Just we love doing it. It's why and it's why we keep doing it. Yep. Speaking of blessed, we're also we're we're extremely lucky to have Mark's support with the BNG podcast and podcast network. So thank you to Mark as always. And uh, we look forward to these Pittsburgh games and in, in bringing you our fresh takes in just a, another couple short days. Let's All go, right. man. Would you defy-